An echo chamber is defined as an environment in which a person encounters only beliefs or opinions that coincide with their own, so that their existing views are reinforced and alternate ideas are not considered. It's natural for us as human beings to lean into these environments. They feel good, comfortable. This term gained a lot of public awareness in relation to social media as of late, but we can find echo chambers everywhere in our society, dating back to as long as we've been here. We gravitate toward community structures, your family, your culture, your faith, your hobbies, your club, your class. We naturally fall into place, surround ourselves with like-minded people. We constantly agree with each other, reinforcing the same thoughts, opinions, and beliefs back and forth. It's likely that the people in your age group, your financial class, your church, your culture, lean in the same direction as you in terms of propensities and views. There isn't too much that can be called unhealthy or unreasonable in these examples, not until we start getting into two extremists and cults, because for the most part, we still need to cross paths with others. We walk the streets, go to events and parties, we meet people through people. We learn other types of people in public school, we meet other types where we work. So even though we naturally build these safe zones for ourselves, we also learn how to navigate and interact with people unlike us who think and act differently. We learn to respect each other's cultures and viewpoints, agree to disagree. We expand our minds, and even if not particularly influenced by new and different views, we are made aware of them. We accept them as ideas that exist outside of our own. We function alongside them. I am personally a proponent for conflicting ideas. I like to be challenged, told new things, to throw my own ideas into question. I think it's healthy, enlightening, enjoyable. I do it to others constantly. I do it here, on the left column. Much of the time I remove myself entirely and question people who I may even agree with deep down just to watch them comb through their own beliefs and re-fortify, come to deeper conclusions through acknowledgement of the contrary. There is a strength in consideration and a genuine joy in being wrong. As long as you are not too emotionally tethered to your beliefs, when someone says something you've never heard before that throws the things you were certain of into question, and excitement in having your mind blown, truth is the steel that sharpens minds. Truth is only found at the end of the path of uncertainty and conflict. Certainty leads people astray, guides them away from any potential eventual truth. So these spaces outside of our echo chambers are profoundly important. With no contradiction, there is no adaptation, and thus, no evolution in thought. Confirmation bias is defined as the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs or values. Simply put, the receiver of information only interprets info in their favor, or what favors the thoughts and opinions they already have. Thus, their supposed journey toward truth, quote-unquote, is really only a mission to reinforce their own beliefs, not to learn new things and especially not to learn anything adverse to their way of thinking. This may be the exact opposite to what I mentioned before in regards to the joy of being wrong. Confirmation bias occurs mostly within echo chambers. I like to reference those New Age poetry slam Black is Beautiful events where black millennials discuss and perform black power amongst other black power advocates. The performer preaches safe statements of black beauty, black love, and black power while the black crowd snaps in agreement. These types of spaces can be therapeutic and deeply necessary for all involved, sure, but 
They're not challenging. There's no conversion. There's no evolution. Just a restating of already agreed upon beliefs. Simply put, confirmation bias within an echo chamber. Again, as mentioned before, regardless of the pros and cons associated with being within an echo chamber, we arrive at the same result, usually. The event eventually comes to an end, and the black-centric therapy comes to an end. We then head back to the real world, where black is beautiful is not always being reciprocated. We go back to work, to school, to church, to the mall. We are forced to view reality again and see others. Perhaps you discover an example of black hatred. Or you become familiar with an entirely different culture's beauty. I think both of these experiences are necessary for our development. And please keep in mind this is one of hundreds of thousands of echo chambers. Some can be positive, like the example I mentioned, others hateful and toxic, i.e. clan rallies, Nazi sympathizers. Most, however, are neither. Your church, your culture, your neighborhood, your tax bracket. The only danger you run into in these scenarios is your own ignorance, never knowing more, being too subjective, too unworldly and small-minded, and thus I am thankful for the intersectionality of our human existence, that is until lately. The term trending refers to something that is currently popular or widely discussed online, especially on social media websites. Trending topics and hashtags tend to tell people what is important rather than reflect a person's view. A trend implies we have all agreed that this item or topic is important. We are all buying this product. We are all discussing this issue. The trend generally comes after a small, meaningful movement and expands it, stretches it into something thin and pointless and without value. The trend is always louder than the movement was. It drowns it out. For example, wokeness is a trend. It started as a movement, like-minded people were considered conscious, awake, aware. Perhaps they stood up for people or made it their mission to inform people on things not being discussed on a larger scale. This was something considered unpopular for the majority of my life. It was a small group of people who identified this way. Being conscious was largely synonymous with being preachy and annoying. Relax, smoke a blunt, have a drink, and chill out with all this revolution talk. It took a level of personal accountability and dedication to be this type of person. Being woke has hit an exponential upstreak in recent years, mostly de-evolving it into action without meaning, being offended quickly and advocating loudly, normally by people who do not understand or relate to the essence of the movement within itself. As an example, I like to reference J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar being attacked during the riots in 2020. They were trending for not being loud enough or publicly present enough. They weren't tweeting about racism and police brutality like everyone else was while it was a hot topic. This is the result of wokeness expanding into nonsense, two artists largely known for illuminating racial injustice when it was not popular to do so ended up being attacked once the movement they were a part of began to trend. The trend is loud and ineffective. An algorithm is a process or a set of rules to be followed in calculation or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer. In the case of social media, an algorithm is a program that filters in and filters out information based on predictions of what you would prefer to see and prefer not to see. Essentially, a digital echo chamber and a digital generator of confirmation bias. The views you disagree with, the topics you are uninterested in, 
the things you don't know, your sense of conflict and disagreement, all removed. Instead, all of your pre-existing interests and beliefs are funneled to your phone, similar to the example of echo chamber and confirmation bias I mentioned earlier, but with one grave difference. The algorithmic process makes it so that you do not come in contact with opposing opinions or alternate views of the world, ever. Unlike an event, a building, a social class, we do not get the same opportunity online to cross paths with unlike people. And without this component, we are doomed to a black hole of reinforced ignorance and certainty. We only see what we want, what reinforces us. Our timelines make us believe that we are the large majority and that most people think the same way. When all we see is what we know and love, we are never challenged or brought through the practice of empathetic understanding. We only see trends that suit us, only see views that prop us up, only see ourselves. In recent years, we have de-evolved, fallen so deeply inside of ourselves that we have begun to lose the ability to function around others. Conflict is a word that I used positively earlier. To be in conflict is to be in a state of contradiction, friction. This is important for growth, for smoothing out our differences. However, the conflict we have now is profoundly negative. It is unproductive. We are unlearning. The muscles we used to have our own ideas while simultaneously acknowledging others have gone limp. We are losing the ability to conflict with each other productively. Today, our conflict leads nowhere. When we do eventually meet online, we anger one another and fall deeper into our own echo chambers. We cut each other off. We remove each other from one another. Block, delete, cancel. We have removed that which we have used for our entire existence to evolve. Diversity of thought. We need to share, disagree, sharpen, and improve one another in order to become better as a whole but the algorithmic process removes that opportunity most of the time. Christians, read the book written by the atheist. Liberals, listen to the conservative's thoughts without ego. And people, understand that the information being fed to you is not balanced. I understand that it's all you see, but don't be confused upon finding out that others are unaware or disagreeable. You only see what is easy for you to see as concluded by an algorithm. An algorithm that imprisons you in an echo chamber. An echo chamber that feeds you confirmation bias. And worst of all, a bias that can be constantly reaffirmed by at least hundreds of thousands of others stuck unknowingly in the same echo chamber, turning whatever possibility you had of your views and outlook being meaningful to being thin, stretched out, and trendy. We are being separated into camps and fed until docile. Diversity of thought is not just important, it is essential. The longer we go without, the less human we become. Look out and look up. I go by the name of Septo.ca and this is the left column.